Events are such a big part of the world of hospitality, whether that's hosting internal events for your teams or hosting others and helping them produce their events on your properties. Today, we're learning how to do this well from Michaela Diener, the global event lead at one of the biggest tech companies in the world today. Michaela studied hospitality management in college before starting her journey to leadership in events. And in this episode, you're going to learn about what goes into planning and producing successful events, how to collaborate with others to do this well, and the big lesson that Michaela learned from hospitality that guided her journey to events leadership today. Hospitality. 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 Hospitality brings people together. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. I love the rush of energy personally that I get on an actual event day. I think there's nothing like that. Of course, planning the event is exciting and working up with all the details. But when you actually get on site and really partake in whether it's a happy hour or a huge conference or a marketing activation or I mean, just the wide variety and the depth of what events do, I think that that's where I thrive and love it. So that's why I do it on a daily basis, this craziness and the changes and everything that the new experiences that come through every single day, I thrive on what the participant or what the end goal is and what the feeling is really when people step into that experience day of or week of or kind of the whole thing. There's there's long events, there's short events. So I really enjoy that aspect and it really gives me it just gives me such a great feeling at the end of the day. I'd love to get into what you've learned about producing great events. Of course, there's such a range of events, you know, from small gatherings to really big conferences. And you've seen and been a part of and produced so many events. But for our listeners, I, I wonder if you kind of walk us through from, from the earliest stages. How do you think about beginning to plan what will become a successful event? Absolutely. I think you have to imagine the goals and objectives, whether it's your company you're planning for, it's a person you're planning for, whether it's another company you're planning for, an association, really have to think of the goals and objectives. Why are you having this event? Is it just to have a party? Is it just to, you know, just get people together? Or really is it diving deeper into learning about the product that you're working with or introducing a product or a campaign that you want to showcase or raising money, I think you just have to lean into that and really have that evolve throughout your full event. It can't just be, oh, I want to have a fundraiser, but there's no if and or like, are people learning about your organizations and why they're fundraising? Or are they coming to your event to learn about a product, but there's no interactive piece. So you have to think about that when you're really starting and understanding who your audience is. You know, I would love to plan an event with everything that I really enjoy, but you have to think about your audience and what they're going to take away from it. So putting it together, I think starting with goals and objectives is your really your heavy hitter and most important thing to begin with. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I guess I'm especially interested for, you know, a lot of our audience are hospitality providers, but they're also thinking about um, producing events for their own teams, right? Whether it's some kind of an offsite or mm -hmm. a team building event. So starting with that end in mind is really important. Um, let's say you have those goals, you know where you, what you want to get out of the event, 
what are the, the kind of at a high level, some of the next basic steps to going through that production process for creating an event? Definitely the availability when you're going to have that event, your budget, you could have a huge champagne wish out of your budget. So, you know, really thinking about how you're going to activate this, this experience or this party or this interaction on the best budget or the most cautiously, the best way you can do it for your company yourself, or really think about those things at the beginning, you know, when time of day, when you're going to have it, is it sustainable? Does it align with your company's values? I think that that's also another thing is, again, look at the goals and objectives, but the next step is it really does it align with your values, where you're going to host it what type of food you're serving, what type of drinks you're serving, what type of atmosphere that you're providing. So really when you're digging deep into those, all of those pieces, really what the event experience is, what is the journey of your attendee kind of going through and working backwards, uh, what you want them to experience, how it's going to be experienced, how they're coming in, how they're feeling, they sitting down, they standing up, is there performances? What are all the senses that are bringing into it? So kind of just moving through and putting all those different aspects together. I think we think of hospitality about, you know, is just food and beverage or well, party, but audiovisual, you know, the games, what's going on, the gamification, that's what I meant. You know, oh, what's the experience, the seating, how comfortable the seating is? It, is it seating with backs? Is it not? You know, what's your attendee? experience that they're going to live throughout the whole event, chargers, linens. There's just so many aspects to an event that can really make it or break it. Have there been some events that you've seen or attended or, or produced recently that stand out to you, maybe even a very specific element of them that might give us a glimpse into kind of what's possible with creating and hosting events? I think even as simple as something that I did recently and it wasn't anything extravagant, but changing the way people sat. Uh, we didn't do a round table. We did squares. So not king's tables, but squares. And they were also sort of tinted at an angle. They were they were angled. And it just really, we got a lot of great feedback that they liked the way people sat. So even something as small as that can really change up an experience. There was a small presentation that we had, but what came out of it of just even just seating wasn't a round table or wasn't, you know, theater style. I think that really just impacted people and they really enjoyed it. So I think you can think of an elaborate experience or out of the box experience as something just as small as that, you know, how their name cards are placed. Is it in a logo of your brand? Is it, you know, with the menu that experience, you know, we had a curated menu that we did for that event. It just, it was on paper that was in our brand rather than it was an, you know, an open fold experience rather than just a piece of paper. So I think just all those things and thinking down to how the guest experiences it, they can just be little things, but it really brings it to life. I love that example because it, it shows kind of what you can do by paying attention to these specific details, right? And of course you can get bigger and, and fancier, uh -huh. but start with the, the little details. So I'd love to speak a little bit about some of the experiences you had earlier in your career. You were the head restaurant and event manager at the National Press Club in DC. Then you were sales manager of events at the Gaylord National Harbor. So you not only studied hospitality or in some of these hospitality businesses, one of the things that's most exciting to me about events is the collaborative nature of it, right? So I think event leads and event organizers, of course, are spearheading all this. But I'd love for you to reflect back to your experience kind of working in these hospitality businesses. What opportunities did you see as a hospitality provider to, I guess, help your clients and customers imagine 
what events could look like? How did, how did you go about that process? I think when you're in-house, it was a little different because you got to reimagine your space all the time. You know, you weren't going into very different spaces every different week. So I think in the collaboration of what you do with your in-house team, your food and beverage, your housekeeping, there's so many different things that an event, you know, think about when you're in-house, you know, their first touch point is the housekeeping or, you know, coming to the front desk. And you think about housekeeping, you think about all this, all of it really is engulfed within your event, the food, the beverage, their experience at every part of your venue when you're in-house is part of the event. It's not just you think of the gym. It's not just you think of the bed sheets. You know, did they get a touch point there at the, when they came in? Did they, you know, have a spa experience or did they have a wellness experience as part of their event, which is really important to people? I think collaboration with all different parts of your cross-functional partners is really, really important. So, And making it team sport, right? I think kind of there's probably a certain amount of communication with colleagues across the businesses, as you're alluding to, where you talk about the importance of this to the hotel, to the restaurant, to the business, right? That this is going to take all of us working together, but it's really important that, I mean, this is how we provide hospitality, right? As you look out at the world of events right now, I, I always love talking about trends or kind of what's interesting and exciting. I'm curious what's top of mind for you. Is there anything that you're seeing that you're excited about in, in the world of events? So... I'm doing a judging process for something right now. And I was just reading about sustainability for one of the topics. And I think that that is a trend. Yes, you have your AI and yes, you have your chat GBT. But I think this is going to be a trend that stays sustainability and really thinking about that within your events, not just it being a throwaway event, but things that you could really keep, you know, have your event, the pieces that you utilize, have them reutilize them, the food you know, the carbon footprint, there's so much stuff that is coming out that so people don't think that events are wasteful. So we're not just events, but anything in general that has to do with it, the food, the beverage, the driving, the airplanes, there's so much part of it. Again, remember that events are all those things, because they're going to be on travel and, and just everything is involved in that event. So I think that that is something that will continue to stay and is really ramping up as a trend right now, but we'll suffice into being more, I, I believe. And I really am enjoying actually reading these, what people have done throughout their events to make them more sustainable and, and things we didn't even think of. So I'm interested, Michaela, if I could just follow up on that. Is your sense in the industry, this is people just talking about it, or is it starting to make its way into how venues are selected and, and kind of like, I guess, for our hospitality listeners, is there sort of a business case to make advances in sustainability? Or is it just kind of things that people are talking about at this point? No, I think it's huge. I know there's a, you know, a bunch of the hotel brands are really trying to go with more like their footprint and, and all their sustainability efforts are really, they're really pushing those. But as well, from the, the planner side, people put in their requests for proposals and their RFPs asking the hotels or asking the vendor, what are their sustainability efforts? So it's not just something that people are talking about they're really doing and they're comparing what you to your competitor, whether it be a hotel, whether it be an event planner, whether it be your transportation, what are you doing for all of those efforts? So I think it's a trend. And like I said, it's moving really heavily into being a staple. So but it's definitely trending higher than it was before. For the hospitality providers listening, what would a dream uh, collaboration look like in terms of how they were engaging 
with you or, or other event leads? What would they be providing? What would you like to see from hotels and resorts? I I mean, I, I travel quite a bit and see a lot from amazing hotel partners and resorts. I think, you know, the, the collaboration is the most important thing, understanding what our priorities are as an event planner, but also on their end. So really the collaboration again, with just every piece that is important from an event perspective, treat everybody like a new client. You know, we know that we're just another head in bed, you know, weekly as another event, but make us make them feel like they stand out. And I've seen some resorts really do this. And I've seen some, you know, that really haven't really leaned into this. We're just kind of another, like I said, head in bed. So I think that there's just gonna, I would love to see a lot more collaboration between clients and venues and resorts because it seems like maybe once we're with the sales, we're passed off to events and then events. Okay, great. So you're just another event. Not saying it's everywhere, but I, I can feel it. Everyone's tired. It's hard. It's hard work, but I also want people to understand the opportunity here because you think about even a medium-sized event, you're probably having hundreds of people come onto your property, right? And if you don't just view it as a another client, but each of those people you know, who knows, maybe they move on to other companies, they could all become guests, you know, not traveling for business, but bringing their families to a place. And so it's actually a huge opportunity to engage with a lot of people. And the impact is actually really big. Yeah, you never know who you're going to meet. You know, I, I was speaking at an event the other day and or a couple weeks ago, and they were asking, you know, what's your best piece of advice? It, it's, you know, you never know who you're going to meet in this industry, somebody that is maybe the bus boy today could be the CEO of a huge company you're trying to win business with next. So always keep your mind open. And you're right, exactly what you said on that aspect of, you know, just treat everyone the same. And also, just because it's a small piece of business doesn't mean they don't have more money coming in another year, or they're going to be in another company. So I would treat everyone, you know, sort of everyone the same, small business or huge piece of business. That's great advice. Before we go, Michaela, is there anything else uh, related to events or unrelated to events that's top of mind for you, you're thinking about, excited about these days? I think that, I mean, like I said, just, you know, keep an open mind. There's so many things going on and give everyone a, you know, a mindful chance. I think, like I said, and I put this piece of advice before we started, or we just, just said, you never know who you're going to run into again. And always keep an open mind. That would be my one lasting uh, piece of advice for anybody in this industry, especially with social media as what it is, or being able to find anything, you know, never burn a bridge. It's really, really important. Your smallest client could be your biggest client 10 years from now. That's great advice. Michaela, thanks so much for taking some time to chat. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. 
Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes from some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 